Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 105.7 The Fan. We had a lot of struggles down in Jacksonville. You know, we, hadn't been, we haven't been at our best down there over the years. That's not this team. But historically, maybe I've got some scars, you know. Lawrence, Agnew, touchdown! What a drive by Trevor Lawrence! And we got a ball game here in Jacksonville. 20 seconds to go. Lawrence, throwing to the end zone. Marvin Jones! Yes! They call it a touchdown! Jaguars going for two. Lawrence in the shotgun. Looking left, throws left, and it's caught! Zay Jones! The Jags go up by one! They completed some big passes on us, you know, so that's that's what it boils down to. They had to, they got some chunk passes and got down the field. That's why I say hats off to them, you know, they did a good job. You heard from John Harbaugh, and then you heard the highlights on CBS television. Uh, this one, as Yogi Berra once said, deja vu all over again. This had serious Giants vibes as the Ravens' nine-point lead in the fourth quarter. They end up losing 28-27. to And, Jason, we thought that, there were, or at least I thought, I'm not going to speak for you, that the defense had been fixed and everything was going to be good and they weren't going to blow leads anymore. And granted, they didn't blow a 10-point lead, but they blew a 9-point lead, a two-possession lead. And uh, a lot of questions to go around about a lot of things after this one. Deja vu all over again. Uh, Look, I'm kind of looking at this through the same prism I was entering the season, which was we'll know what they really are as a defense – when they face precision offenses that are functioning at a high level on that day. At the beginning of the season, would I have clumped Jacksonville in this group? No. Hell, a week ago, would I have clumped Jacksonville in with with, with the, the Bills and the, and the Bengals and the Dolphins, right? And these teams that they faced to this point that we knew they were going to face early in the season that could test them. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence looked I, I like the number have, one overall But pick. yesterday, yeah. it was. Yeah. And they had no answers for it when it mattered most in the fourth quarter where they conspired to stay on the field for 27 plays on defense over 10 and a half minutes, allowing 160 yards of offense and 18 points. Um, I mean, just do the math in your head, 160 times four. Like, that's a 600-yard pace for a team, Jacksonville, that had been broken in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. The biggest knock on Trevor Lawrence is he turns the ball over in the fourth quarter. He came into that game 
on the season with a 76 passer rating in the fourth quarter. He was 140. He was almost perfect. Despite facing whatever, third and 21. Just, well, whatever like, that whatever that call was on third and 21 needs to be thrown in the garbage because that, that it was just too easy to get. It was softer than soft. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was, you know, soft and, serve ice cream. And on consecutive drives, guys, they gave up fourth down conversion. So, like, that, that fourth and eight and then the fourth and five, it just can't happen. Well, and it's so bad, right, that, like, it begs the question, and we have a pull-up already, and I'm sure the bone will get to it in a minute. Like, it's so collectively bad. Like, you could make a case for everybody, even special teams. And I'm not talking about the dude not making a 70-yard field goal. I'm talking about what what, what was Duvernay doing and a few of their returns and a few decisions where you're like, hmm. But the offense, obviously atrocious in the red zone. The offense had a chance to be up by... Shoot, two touchdowns at the half, right? They couldn't cash in. Red zone issues, drops, Lamar inaccuracy. Like, you throw in coaching, you could make the case. Like, delay of game penalties still. Bad snaps. Like, there's a lot going on. I don't know, Bo. Like, you could point the finger all over the place. It took a village to idiot this up. Yeah, and Lamar was saying after the game, if they converted those early red zone opportunities, the game would have looked different. But oh, the reality sure. is, they if I had wheels, I'd be a bust. And, and they were two for five in the red zone, and they've gone down in the red zone conversion pretty much every single year since 2019. But you can say equal, but I'm going to lean with the defense because a week ago we're kissing their ass. We're saying how they can close out games now. It's looked completely different since Roquan Smith came here. We talk about the identity with them, third down defense, which still, you look at the numbers, they're very, it, it's very odd to me. They're the second best third third down defense. They're the second worst fourth down defense oh, yeah. in football. Yeah. That's a problem. Opponents are converting 12 of 17 attempts on fourth down. Those are the must-have downs. And they couldn't make it happen. You mentioned the third and 21 when Calais Campbell gets the sack. You're feeling, okay, they're going to slam the door shut. You'd think. Yeah. And then they get the 16 yards there, and then it's fourth and five, and they convert there. Marcus Peters. Oh, oh, he's a Marcus. That's an issue. There's a Mark. He played well a week ago, coming off the bye, the extra week of rest. And I thought, okay, they have a Marcus Peters problem. And, and you know me, Jason. Uh, I love Marcus Peters. I've like he's only been here what three years, and he might be one of my favorite all-time Ravens. They got a Marcus Peters problem. He is. What have I said about Marcus it, Peters since he got here? Well, he can't enjoy run it while you can, because when it ends, it's not going to be pretty. He can't run, and and he's getting beat constantly. And they torched him in the fourth quarter of that football game. And, well, and the problem is he's not just getting beat in man; he's getting beat yes, in zone. Yes. I mean, he was he was struggling in the zone in zone coverage, let alone man. And I keep going back to the effort. There were a couple of screen plays where I saw where he just wasn't making an attempt there. And well, how about pushing? The, uh, I learned a new rule yesterday that 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 oh, the the Marvin shin. Jones touchdown. <laughs> but how about pushing that guy while he's up in the air so that like he and can't did he have like, a chance to push somebody out of bounds yeah, two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, and that didn't happen. No, I, I hear you. And we also saw the Kyle Hamilton trickle down effect. I'm with you on Jason, that. Jason, I'm because with you of Brandon Stevens. Yes. Brandon Stevens, Geno Stone was awful Seth, yesterday. Yeah. Chuck Clark was awful yesterday. This kid's on too. This kid's a linebacker. Let's not get it twisted. No. I, I don't care what no. some of these numbers say. Well, look, they don't want him look, in coverage, I, and he ain't really in Jason, coverage. Jason, I'm saying this. Having him He's in my six pack. not on the field. <laughs> oh, uh, but Jason, him not being on the field. Him not being on the field forces... 
Marlon Humphrey inside, which forces Brandon Stevens to play on the outside. He gave up seven catches for 67 yards yesterday. But wait a minute. All their money's in outside corner and boundary corner, so I don't want to hear about it. Well, you keep going to Peters. I don't want to hear about it. This is how they built their team. they got to be good. Your corners better be elite. This is what you did. These are your philosophies. As we see around the league, there are mistakes made, and guys get old, and Marcus Peters, right now, he's not good. It was a gamble, and it's <laughs> you're, you paid him $10 million in well, base Well, I'm just salary. saying, I was team. I'm not bringing him back. No, I'm yeah, going I, using that money on you, somebody I know can play. I hear That's you. from the giddy-up. You did say that. I, I say this is equal. Uh, because if the offense would have done their job in the first quarter, maybe it doesn't get to the point where you get, like you you can't you can't continually miss red zone opportunities. And instead of they dominate the first quarter and they're up six nothing. I completely agree, and the deep ball passing the Sean Jackson uh, side. I mean, yeah. you think of all those that were missed. The he, red he had Demarcus Robinson wide yes, open, missed first him. first drive of the game. I guess the reason why I lean defense is I voted defense. Let's be honest, guys. They the all op- suck. That's where the money is, and that's that, where the draft picks that, are. That's where the money is, and the expectations that I have for this offense right now, particularly from a passing standpoint, aren't that high. Defense. They have to lean on them, and they scored 27 points at the end of the day. You would expect that to be enough. We have a huge Monday show. We will be talking a lot, a lot about this football game. Guess-wise, Jonas Schaefer covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Sun. He was in Jacksonville. He'll join us at 3.30. Uh, No Bobby D.? Oh, Bobby D at five. Yeah, how did I forget that? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, where's Bobby D? Well, you had, you know, you yeah, could have looked at it yeah. <laughs> any time in the last eighteen I just, hours. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there is definitely there. Well, we're definitely you, missing. You something. You know what's interesting? On my sheet, he, there's Bobby D. I'm looking at this one. Uh, Bobby D at five, and obviously Cordell Woodland at five thirty. Yeah, and we'll have to move that six pack defense. Yeah, well, that's going to go at four o'clock. So then it's, uh, that that's that's what's going to happen there. But yeah, so we we got our usual suspects on a Monday, Jason. Yeah, and look, we'll sneak a little World Cup talk in as well. But this is obviously going to be a show that is ninety five percent football. Oh, and uh, don't look now, but uh, the Bengals team that yeah. everybody wanted to write off about uh, two weeks ago, four weeks ago, eight weeks ago. Uh, they're pretty good. It's a long season, and they're going to get some guys back, and they won without them uh, yesterday. But coming up next, oh, man, you you look at what we saw yesterday. That secondary they put all that money into. It's time for a little necessary roughness next year on The Fan. Inside access on The Fan. And this may be a flag. No flags. Let's see if we can get an even better view here. No replays. This. This is necessary roughness. Brought to you by First Preference Mortgage, your full-service lender. Call 410-529-5400. It might get ugly right now. Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. Inside Access. It is getting ugly right now. On 105.7 The Fan. Ravens had themselves a nine-point lead in the fourth quarter. They lose 28-27. to wasn't enough, GG. No, it was not enough. And once again, uh, the back end. I do want to say, I thought Marlon Humphrey played well yesterday. The rest of them, you, you can uh, – it was not pretty for any of the other ones. But I do, I do want to say Marlon Humphrey played well. But, oh, man, was there problems in the fourth quarter. Well, look, we're now two-thirds of the way through the season, right? So – we're, we're, we're obviously coming down the home stretch. Here's where the Ravens rank in the NFL in fourth quarter defense. Yards per game, 122. That's dead last. The league average is 88. Yards per play, 6.3 they allow. Dead last in the league. The average, 5.08. 
Net yards per passing attempt, 7.53. That's 29th in the NFL. Passing yards per game, dead last, 100. The next closest team is Minnesota. They allow 80 per game. The league average is 59. I mean, like, they're not even close. Third down percentage in the fourth quarter, 46.2. That's 26th in the NFL. Yards per carry. 4.16, that's 23rd. They're bottom third in in all those categories and dead last against the pass when it matters most because what's going on when you have all these double-digit leads? Duh, they're throwing the football. Mm -hmm. And I got this stat from this morning. In the four losses, 539 yards, 63 points in the fourth quarter. But during the broadcast yesterday when Trevor Lawrence had that quarterback sneak, which they did not get... That was their first fourth and one stop this year. They were six for six opponents on the Ravens in fourth and one situations. So I looked it up. That was like, wow, that's pretty shocking because they're the second best third down defense in football. They're the second worst fourth down defense in football. 12 of 17. They converted a fourth and five on the game winning drive and the fourth and eight on their uh, other touchdown drive in the must have downs. They keep coming up short and, and, they had hats off to him bailing out Gus Edwards with that fumble three and yep. out right there. But touchdowns in two of the last three drives, it's just. And, and fourth down conversions on both yes. of them. Here's the last seven get off the field plays they faced in that fourth quarter. There's the fourth and eight conversion to Zay Jones. They get a stop on third and two. They get a stop on third and ten. They hold him to five yards, right? That's the field goal. Third and 21, they get plus 16. That's a loss. That's a Sorry. Oh, big time. They've cut it more than in half. They've got it to fourth and manageable. And then the 10-yard pass to Marvin Jones on fourth and five. Then there's a third and six. That's the 29-yarder. And then there's the two-point conversion, which obviously was do or die, that they convert. Mm-hmm. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Of those seven opportunities, they failed five times. And the Ravens' offense, they, of course, failed multiple times in the red zone. So that's why we put out this poll. IA1057, the fan on Twitter, is how you find us. It's brought to you by Ortho Maryland. They're here when you need them, offering urgent walk-in care, same-day appointments. Don't wait in an ER or urgent care. Go straight to the experts at Ortho Maryland. Yet another Ravens' fourth-quarter collapse. Seems there's plenty of blame to go around. Fumbles, drops, red zone misfires, allowing 160 yards and 18 points in the fourth, including multiple fourth-down conversions. So, Ravens flock, who do you put this one on primarily? And close to 300 votes already. Equally at fault. That's where I went. 53.4%. Defense, 31.1%. Offense, 15.5%. I went defense mainly because... Think of what you've invested, where the offense, maybe I'm almost grading them on a curve. And I'm not absolving hey. them from blame at all. you got to punch Most important in. guy on this team is, is the quarterback, and he's, he's, make, he's leaving points on the field. Got to catch the football. Marcus, well, well, got to catch the Mark football. Mark Andrews had a fumble. The they were lucky. Go get real playmakers who catch the football or throw it accurately more often. No one's going to be perfect. Well, well, they drop multiple hey, touchdowns. Those are passes that he's if, hit he wants, if he wants to be paid what he wants to be paid, he's going to get what he he's, wants. He's, but he's got to hit that pass. He's got to hit Josh Oliver wide open in the middle of the field. What did you Patrick Mahomes do in the red zone yesterday? I don't know. I don't it care. It was terrible. I don't care. It's they a won. game. They won. Yeah. They did won. he run? He threw, he, did, threw, did he, he threw five touchdowns. Who was the their week leading before. rusher, Jackass? I don't care. 
You don't I care. I don't care. I'm talking about the Who Ravens. Who was their here. leading offensive producer? Uh, I, maybe Isaiah Pacheco. How many touchdowns? No, I'm talking about the Ravens. How many touchdowns did they? How many Lamar touchdowns Jackson. did they drop? Well, how many touchdowns did he miss? A couple. How yeah. many did they drop? One. How many passes have they dropped the last two weeks? I don't know how many it's touchdowns. Ten. How many touchdowns has he missed the last few weeks? It's going to happen. Nope. Yeah, because it's him. It doesn't happen other way, other places often as it happens here. I'm not absolving a guy that wants forty five million look at dollars Josh a year. Allen. I'm comparing him to Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Well, Go they, watch them they this weekend. They don't miss. And tell me, oh, they don't. They, they don't miss the gimmies like he does. They don't. No, and they you do watch, not. You obviously didn't watch the Chiefs game watch. yesterday. I no, you didn't. I didn't watch no, the Chiefs game yesterday. You, you, I'm you just can, telling you. You can laugh at me all you want. They don't miss the gimmies like he does. Okay. Okay. They don't. They don't. A deep shot where maybe the guy runs the wrong route or whatever. So it's the other guy's fault now. I'm just. It's never Lamar Jackson's fault. When, it's when, when, when Josh Oliver's wide passes. open and he throws it too weeks. high. No, no, that's a drop. He got both hands on it. No, that's not a that's drop. That's a drop. That's a bad throw. You don't know what you're talking uh, about. You know what? You are right. Josh Oliver needs to be taller. It was his fault that he wasn't no, taller. No, he needed to run under the ball. Because if he's he Kareem, mistimed his jump. If he's Kareem Abdul-Jafrikin-Barr, he catches that ball. No, no, no. An average NFL Robinson's player catches fault the ball. Because he ran the wrong well, I'm route. I'm just going to tell you. It's a drop on TV to Lofton. It's a drop to Bobby DePaul. It's a bad throw. It's a drop on PFF. It's a bad throw. It's a drop on True Media. Okay. And it's a drop, I guarantee you, on the Ravens' internal grading system. But you're you're right. This is horse bleep. It's never Lamar Jackson's fault. 10 drops Never in two Lamar weeks. Jackson's Find fault. another football yeah. team yeah. on this planet. Okay. Do the work because you yeah. never do. I'm not going to do that Find another. Yeah, I'm you not would, doing why, it. Why do no, work? We just be, you got to be wrong. I'll just let you spew your BS about how it's never Go Lamar Jackson's to fault. Go to a statistical no. database. No. Find another football team that's not in the CFL no. or the NAIA yeah. that has 10 drops in two weeks. Yeah. Do it. I dare you. But, but Put t- in the work. Hey, dude, Don't just sit watch, there and say you're right and the world's wrong. Who gives a damn about the drops? Tell me about the missed touchdowns. They drop balls in their hands in the end zone. Why don't why not you tell me about the balls he completely misses? Why guys wide open he doesn't either see or he misses them. Why am I why is he being absolved of that? He's not. But yet it seems to me he is. Those happen but if you yeah. don't think the fact that they can't catch balls placed in both hands yeah. in the end zone doesn't you have a Josh reciprocal was effect a on him, it was a drop. That's your high. It scored a drop anywhere. Yeah, that's that's I, a bad throw. According to you, yes. who has done nothing but put his yeah. head up his yeah. own ass and look at the world I am not through his that fl- own I am not that flexible. Tell me where you've read. Like, I just am not me. nearly that flexible. Have you have you asked anybody else about it? I have was you? talking to people yesterday who, who? all said, I'm not going to tell you who I was talking to. They all said it was a bad throw. <laughs> all right. You're not friends gonna out and family. Uh, no, it wasn't my final. It wasn't the press box. Oh, uh, that, that's a that's a bad throw. We'll ask Jay. We'll ask it's Jonas. It's a drop. We'll ask, ask Bobby Jonas. D. We'll ask Jonas at three. Ask uh, Bobby D. At five. Ask, well, that's fine, but I'll ask Jonas yeah. at three thirty. Drops, baby. I'll ask. It, it doesn't bad happen in throws, the NFL, baby. That's what he does every week. Get somebody He's who can incredibly catch. inaccurate. Get somebody who can get catch. more accurate. How about your boy? The who guy was going to have the greatest season in Ravens history. Oh my God, we got a real wide receiver. He sucked. He's hurt. He dropped twenty five percent of. His target. And he's hurt. That he's was hurt. your savior. He can't catch. Well, he's hurt. You want, it, you want you Lamar. Here's what he wants tub. Lamar. Hey, Lamar, snap it to yourself because this guy can't snap it. Four years in the making, you still don't have a center who can accurately snap the ball. Hey, run it. And when you don't run it, throw it to yourself and maybe you'll catch it. Here's, That's right. And blame Greg Roman. We have to break, but here's what I've learned. It doesn't matter if Lamar does no, anything wrong. He makes it's everybody mistakes. Else's he fault. has a it's everybody else's cast fault. around him. Well, that I don't want to disagree with. Hey, we got to They can't catch the ball. Coming up next, they can't catch. Right now, they can't run either. What's happened to the run production? Lamar can. How worried should we be next here on The Fan? Inside Access. 
warehouse and inside the castle. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. It seems not long ago that the Ravens were back to road grading people, and it mm. didn't matter who was on defense. They were just churning people up and spitting them out. And and just to remind people, you can't just blame this on Ronnie Stanley. The Ravens had trouble running the ball last week against Carolina with Ronnie Stanley in the football game. So now we've got two weeks of this team, and Gus Edwards, 52 yards rushing on 16 carries. It was uh, three yards a carry, and he did have that key fumble. Other than Lamar Jackson, they're having trouble running the football these days how concerned are you i'm pretty concerned and again we we talked about the carolina game last week was weird where we didn't have normal shows um and we didn't have bobby on twice like we normally would but i again when before i left on tuesday i was like look talk to bobby for a couple hours today while he was driving to jacksonville he thought this game was going to be a trap game he thought they could very well lose this game and he expected that Jacksonville would mimic a lot of what the Panthers did with very athletic defensive ends who would crash down on some of these pistol runs and funnel things inside and not give up those gash runs to the outside. Well, as is often the case, he was right. And it's just so weird where Kenyon Drake can go from looking like a guy who doesn't yeah. belong in the league to a guy who could go for a hundred something against anybody, to a guy who they don't seem to think like yesterday could do a whole hell of a lot for them. But the reality is, the running backs produced fifty-seven yards on nineteen carries. That's no bueno. The week before that, seventy-six yards on seventeen carries. A lot of that, you know, draw plays in the second half. And the week before that, they did get one hundred and four yards on twenty-eight carries. So that's a three-week sample size where they're averaging 3.7 yards per carry in an era where the league average is approaching 4.5, the highest in NFL history, and that's despite a quarterback who himself, yesterday again, ran for 6.4 a carry. They're getting half that. And a quarterback that mispracticed with a hip injury, yeah. and I was thinking maybe he doesn't run as much, and he had 14 carries. Season high. And and I was looking back to the Bengals game, where the first three games of the season, they were getting zilch from the running back position. 5.8 yards per carry against Cincy, 7.9 against the Giants, 3.2 against the Browns, and 7.1 against the Bucks. and the majority of that in the second half, because they had 30 pass attempts in the first half of that game. I see it Look, defenses are adjusting to him. Bobby D was saying that for weeks now. I see mm-hmm. it these past two games. The offensive line's not getting a push in the run game, too, where I, I kind of feel like that definitely is a big factor as well. Well, they, look, the Ravens, obviously we know they don't have wide receivers, right? So they leaned yeah. into that jumbo stuff. They, they, they got all the tight ends that they could involved as much as they could in the run game and the pass game. And it still wasn't good enough. So, you know, short of a whole bunch of, you know, lele tackle eligible plays or whoever that guy is now. I mean, because obviously it's not Patrick McCarry because he's playing left tackle. So whatever, whoever they would deem that to be, um, I mean, you could, I guess, go heavier in that regard. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. You can't really ask any more to Pat Ricard, right, than you are. Um, And maybe... There's a part of me that thinks they were about to start gashing that defense when Gus fumbled the ball. 
He had, that was a big gainer that he that he when he. You fumbled. know, I was starting to think, okay, now they're going. They've softened them up enough, and now maybe they're going to hold on. They're going to have a four minute drive, yeah. a six minute drive, and bleed this thing out, and we'll never know. Um, but that fumble, I thought, was absolutely massive because it turned out that Jacksonville needed every second possible, right, to to be able to pull off what they pulled off, and if you even take another minute off the clock there. Right, if you take another two minutes off the clock there before you punt it or whatever, I don't think they can. I, I'm not sure they pull it off. And it wasn't just field position, right? It was the time, the opportunity cost of losing the time that you could have held the ball for. And that's where it kind of reminds you of the Giants game, right? Where yes, Lamar Jackson had that interception. Mm. Giants take that's the lead. That's what's deja vu. Yeah, it, it it was deja vu there. And Gus. The numbers don't indicate it. Three point three yards per carry. He, he did not look like he was running like Gus, especially in the first half. I thought he missed some opportunities for for longer gains. He just he didn't. He looked a little tentative to me. And that the guy who's had a couple injuries, so like he's coming back from an injury that happened after an injury. Well, well, here's the reality, and we'll put a poll up about this in a minute. Like, if the <laughs> The pass game is what it is, right? I mean, each week we feel like it kind of hits a new low. Like if 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 they're not able to gash people on the ground, then it it you really got a problem here. Oh, a significant problem because that's the biggest question mark. Can this team keep up if you're in a shootout? If you have to consistently pass, and I don't believe they can, considering the supporting cast, no. and also considering Lamar Jackson's He's struggles in with yeah. inaccuracy. Mm-hmm. So if this run game doesn't get going. Specifically with the running backs, this offense is in serious uh, issues. And and defensively, coming off that kind of performance, the collapse there. Well, and look, we can we can make and we have made a lot of fun of the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, <laughs> but that defense comes to play. Yeah, that's why they stay that, in games. That, so like, this is not going to be an easy task for this offense, and they're going to look at what people have been doing to take away those pistol runs and some of that option stuff, and and. You know what? I think they'll probably mimic it fairly successfully. Hey, coming up next year on the program, remember Bobby D is going to tell you what the film thought hey, coming can up. Can I got something real quick well, here? Uh, we have a new poll up on our Inside Access Twitter account. Uh, it says Jason and Ken had a heated discussion argument over whether Josh Oliver's drop was a drop or a misthrow. It's a bad throw. It was a bad it throw. A, well, it was a drop we have, according to everybody. Other we than have him. sixteen votes. This poll just went up, and right now it's exactly fifty-fifty. Oh, well, that's why All things right. got a little heated. But obviously, thank you for the next time though we need the inside we don't yeah. get enough of that inside access yeah. special report yeah, inside, is, it, yeah. is it special report or it's been so long report. I forget what it is it's an investigative report investigate is it I don't yeah, think it's it, investigative no I think it, it, it is. is investigative we're journalists it's investigative Jason <laughs> all right damn it you might be right about that but <laughs> hey coming up next time to hear what T Bone's got to say it's TMI T I M what you got feels like it's been an eternity since we did our best bets for week. Uh, 12, that was last Tuesday. We're going to recap him. And also, Cincinnati coming off a very impressive road win. How concerned are we about the Bengals moving forward? We're going to get into, into that next on Inside Access. Inside Access. Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. It's T-Bone time. TMI with TIM. And what you got? Best bets. And I think all of us had a poor week. But my first uh, best bet was Detroit. 
plus nine and a half at home. They covered that easily. Yeah. 28-25. I had Tampa minus three and a half against the Browns. It was looking Look good. Good to the final until minute. Until it wasn't. David Njoku. Jacoby How about Brissett? that catch? <laughs> yeah, Jacoby Brissett leading them down. And I had Tennessee. Uh, plus two points, home dogs, and we'll get more into Cincinnati. But T. Higgins, big game for them. He had the game-winning touchdown as well. Kent. Uh, I, as I was telling Jason off the air, I had the Cowboys minus nine. As soon as Brett, Brett Maher missed that field goal, I, I said this is a backdoor cover because the Cowboys don't care about the Giants scoring. They've got the game one. Well, and the just- Micah Parsons penalty, like what – Funny, you never yeah. got to replay that. Like, what exactly yeah. happened there? Yeah, I don't know because I never saw it. it. But, but that was that was the game. I mean, that from a betting standpoint. Yeah, yeah. But like, if he hits the field goal, it's all moot. Yeah, well, yeah. Like it, it be the three points they win by eleven. So they won by if, eight. If you're on the under, that that Michael Parsons yeah. penalty was the end of that. Uh, I had the Commanders. I'm riding. Uh, I'm riding Cordell Woodland and Chuck Sapienza's Commanders. I continue to bet them minus four Stone's against the commanders. Falcons. Stony Balone's Commanders. That was a winner. And then I said, you know, Seahawks at home against the oh, Raiders. Yeah. yeah, minus three and a half. Well, that didn't turn out. So I was one and two as well. Yeah. Well, Stony and I uh, were on the Hawks as well. And anytime three out of the four of yeah, us it's are not on good. something, that's probably a mush. And it was. Still had a chance late, and then how about how about an eighty-six yard game-ending overtime touchdown rush? How about the game Josh rush. Jacobs had? That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, him eighty-six yeah. yards. Yeah, but his fifth-year option turned down, and yeah. now he's three hundred scrimmage yards in yeah. that game. Uh, so yeah, we lost that one. Uh, we were also on the Titans because Stoney and I were simpatico. Yes, uh, and then we did win barely. Miami. You want to talk about a bad back beat. door? I thought it was fifteen and a half. We had it at 13 and a oh, half. No, okay, it was yeah. Tuesday. Okay, yeah. It was Tuesday. Because um, that was a backdoor cover. Well, the Miami points total was 30 and a half, which was one of my best bets. I absolutely loved it. They had 30 at the half. They had 30 at the end of the game <laughs> yeah, because they, <laughs> he, he literally pulled the starters like five minutes into the second half. He knew there was no chance they were losing. When Skylar Thompson came in yeah. like six minutes into the half, I'm like, oh my God, can we get a field goal? Yeah. No, we could not. <laughs> Backdoor. Any comment? I mean, the Dolphins were my stone cold lock. Oh, so, okay. I mean, at least I hit with that one. If you know any consultation there, but <laughs> thankfully you put that <laughs> or cons- consolation. Consolation. There, like consultation. Uh, consultation. Consultation. Consult your doctor about your consolation. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, that I I did see on yesterday. It was fifty and a half. And I'm like, holy crap! The Texans backdoor covered that game, but you guys got it in early. It's not like horse racing when you got it in. It was thirty. It was what it was. Yeah, so you get the you get the bet. But so, we we missed on the Titans, right? There was a consensus well, yeah, in here yeah. that, that we would keep riding uh, Mike Vrabel. Uh, now look, Tennessee did consistently drive the length of the field. Tennessee did consistently get in the red zone, and Tennessee had the best red zone offense in the league in terms of touchdown efficiency all year until they came up against that Lou Anarumo defense. Um, no bullet kicking for them. The kid did miss a 36-yarder, the replacement for the Titans. But regardless, the Bengals were the better team, and the Bengals are now one of the hottest teams in the NFL, gentlemen. After that 0-2 start, they are 7-2. And... Uh, I went back and looked at uh, from week three to week 12, NFL quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, since week three, 109.7 passer rating, second in the NFL. 20 touchdowns, second only to Patrick Mahomes, who has 22. Touchdown to interception ratio, 20 to four. That's best in the NFL. Completing just under 70% of his passes. That despite being sacked 20 times. 
the offensive line held up much better yesterday than it did in that playoff game yeah. against Tennessee. And they did this without Chase and without Mixon and without Awuzier and without a couple other guys. I think you have to I was take impressed. them very seriously. I was impressed with what they did yesterday. Doing that. And T. Higgins showed. You know how much I love yes. T. Higgins. Even in that draft. Uh, T. Higgins showed if he has to be, he can be a number one receiver. As he was, uh, what, he had 100-plus receiving yards in that game. Cincinnati's scary. And if the Ravens are continue to do this tightrope thing and blow games that you think they're going to win and continue to b- blow multi-score leads, they could wake up at the end of the season and not be in first place in this division. It was a gutty, gutty win by them. And Tennessee had been rolling to their standards. It was another ugly game by them. Um, or combined, really. But given all of the injuries, for Cincinnati to go in and win that football game is massive. And you thought during this two-game stretch they play Kansas City at home on Sunday, you would find out a lot about this team. And if they would go 1-1, one and one, you would take that. Being a Bengals fan, they're already 1-0. and oh. It's going to be a fun matchup. And they're hot. Like you were saying, the first two games, Joe Burrow was all out of sorts, had a billion turnovers. That settled down when you get Chase back, when you get Mixon back. Regardless, Ken, whether they win this division or not, they're going to be a tough, tough oh, out in January. We saw that a year ago, that yeah. they're they're going to be a tough team to play in the playoffs. And Mixon doesn't look like a long-term thing, so he'll be back. And they're going to get Chase back. And then all of a sudden, you've got Chase on one side and, and, and T. Higgins on the other. That's scary stuff. And, and I'm having nightmares right now thinking about Marcus Peters covering one of these guys at the end of the year. Oh, well, or whoever, um, whomever. Look, uh, uh, Marcus Peters couldn't care. I, I think Joe, Joe Burrow is going to get himself in this MVP conversation before it's all said and done, if he hasn't already. Um, and there's just there's just such a – there's he's got some S to him. Like, there's just yeah. that oh. inner, like, belief and, and – and Swag. I think it's beyond swag, though, because this is infectious. Like, I, I think – just think of what a losing franchise that's been for so long, mm-hmm. and they, and they flipped the switch. And I don't think it's because Zach Taylor is like this master motivator, or you know, I don't think it's because Mike Brown all of a sudden has become a really good owner. I think it's because this quarterback just instills so much belief in everybody who's tangentially a part of that program that we could still win no matter what. I always go back to that. Ravens-Bengals game last year where they beat the brakes off uh, of the Ravens at M&T Bank Stadium and you see a lot of longtime Bengals players even a Tyler Boyd where it's a lot of losing but Joe Burrow came in it was a rough rookie year because the team stunk but there was no massive celebrating from him and Jamar Chase because no. they expect yeah. to win they have that winning pedigree and it is infectious, Jason. And the Bengals are always this like little brother franchise for forever, but that's no more. They're AFC champions, and they're showing why in this uh, long stretch. Inside access here on a losing Monday for the Ravens, but that doesn't mean we don't do some of our Monday staples. It's six-pack time coming up next. Six-pack about the offense next here on The Fan. Inside access. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 